Welcome back to the Mission Women Podcast. The heart behind this podcast is to encourage each other in our walks with Jesus. I'm Katie Edelman, and I am back here with Katie Severs and McKenna Ferry. McKenna has been a guest on this podcast before. She also stars in her very own podcast, For Real Though. Am I saying that right? Correct title for our young adult audience. So if you aren't following her, make sure to check her out on your favorite podcast player. Welcome back, McKenna. Hello. That's very sweet of you. I feel like starring on the podcast is a little generous. <laughs> I talk into a microphone and sometimes people listen. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we do the same thing. Yeah. That's true. That's true. You know what? You're right. We're stars. We are. <laughs> We're stars. I mean, Hollywood right here. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. What's new, McKenna? Man, um, that's a great question. Um, so I, I do a podcast for young adults. I am a young adult, which means I've got all mm-hmm. the fun young adult questions of what am I doing with my life and what school look like, what does jobs look like. So it's balancing those questions. It's balancing frustration of like, man, I'm still asking these questions. And um, but I don't know. I feel like lately it's just been a lot of like God force. I'm, I'm, we're going to be honest with this podcast. We're going to mm-hmm. start right away with this. Yeah. With, with um, but I think it's been lately a lot of God. Um, forcing me to feel things by like me. How am I trying to say this? Um, you know when like it, life is good. Life is good. But like it, like there's not like oh dang it I'm having a trouble. Like the neat little boxes for everything. Mm-hmm. Things are bleeding a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So then it's like you have to go to God and be like, all right, all right, all right. Things are hurting. So <laughs> yeah. clearly I got to talk to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like. I can't figure out answers by myself and I have to go mm-hmm. to God. So that's, I, maybe that's what I'm trying to say is that yeah. lately it's been a lot of, you can't figure this out on yourself. You have to talk to God and me maybe not wanting to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And trusting is, him in it too. Right. like, I want all the answers. Right. Yeah. Totally yeah. understand that. So it's a lot of like, I know this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. I just need to, mm-hmm. I need to, I need to give in to God, mm-hmm. which is going to be the best thing for me. Right. Um, but it's interesting being like mm-hmm. in the middle of that yeah. and like, acknowledging that that's where I'm at mm-hmm. um, and still like walking through that. Yeah. So it's a good thing. It's a very good thing. But yeah. it's just a, it's a life thing. It's a life thing. Well, and if it's any encouragement from over here, from where I sit, you're <laughs> handling a lot of it with a lot of grace. Mm, thank you. And I think I can see you walking through it, um, trusting, trusting in God and being real through it. Mm. For real though. For real though. For real though. For real though. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I've definitely been able to see that because, I mean, we go to yeah. church together, those yeah. sorts of things. So I get to see um, you walk through this season. And yeah, I can see that Jesus definitely sustained you <laughs> and you, yes, you're, so you're handling much. it with grace. So thank you. So it's, I'm grateful that you're honest about yeah. where you're at. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. hey, it's not an easy answer to be yeah. like, this mm-hmm. is where I'm at. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think can definitely see all that working in you, so. Thank you. I appreciate that. And there's been a lot of exciting things, too. Like, I have been able to, last time I talked with you guys, I think the podcast was about to launch. Okay. So it's been, yeah, Yeah. so it's been a couple months now, and the podcast has been going, we're releasing, I think we're just on episode 25. So, like, there's been a lot of really good things. I don't want to undermine, like, there's been so much good, um, so much fun stuff with friends, and fall's really fun to do fun stuff. So, lot to lot to praise for. Cool. I love it. Well, let's start with that question. So um, just so everybody knows, and we're all caught up together, this um, series was just our goal is to, yeah, just be an encouragement. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to ask kind of the same six questions or so of people who can, who we respect and we see um, that they're faithfully trying to, to walk with Jesus in their life. And so, yeah, we're just hoping that through these questions, um, we can be encouraging each other, 
um, with what our walk looks like. And we do want to start with our traditional favorites question. Mm -hmm. Of course. And so as long as you don't mind, we would love to know, since you were talking about it, your favorite fall activity. Oh, okay. My favorite fall activity. Ooh. Oh, I got to think of that. There's so many good ones. If there's, there really is. Yeah, so if many. the weather's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Dang. I mean, I love hiking anyways, mm -hmm. but like just being, you know what? I don't think this is the proper answer to your question, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's a part of it. Mm -hmm. um, so I love hiking and being outside anyways. I think it's, I mean, it's really good during the winter or yeah, really good during the summer. Winter's mm -hmm. good too, spring. But when it's like windy and mm -hmm. you're hiking, like, okay, not great for like getting tired quicker, sure. but like something I've been realizing the last couple of days, cause it's been windier that like, I really like wind. Me too. <laughs> so, like something, it just feels full. Yeah. I don't know how to explain that well. I don't know how to explain it either. Cause we took a two mile hike yesterday, just down at McKinley Woods mm -hmm. and with all of us. And I had the same kind of like overwhelming, like feeling like this is beautiful, but the wind makes yeah. it, it enhances wow. the beauty. Yeah. Just like, I think it's more of a sensory experience. Yes, so you get the sights, the sounds, the smells, the feeling. And it, it, it is almost, it's so peaceful. Yeah, I find so wind cool. incredible. I mean, yeah. as long as it's not like a tornado. I well, mean, yeah, I don't yeah. think that's peaceful, Man. but like just the wind blowing as you're like walking in nature. And it is so soothing mm -hmm. and peaceful. Yeah. I think it's like more of a sensory yeah. experience. I totally, I, like, I am so there with you guys. I have such <laughs> a different feeling about wind <laughs> because I live in like the tundra. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like I live out in the middle of a cornfield. Right. So, yeah. In the fall, in particular, the wind will, like, knock my children over. I know. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, you like the wind. Okay. But I totally get what it's you're saying. It is, I don't, yeah. For me, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I don't have small people to keep upright. So there I guess go. that's fair. That's a, that's yeah, a challenge. No, it just made me giggle. I, like, totally, totally vibing with you. Mm -hmm. In a normal setting, out by where I live, it's like, batting down the hatches. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. definitely would be a lot. Katie, do you have a favorite fall activity? I like um, going to the pumpkin patches. I also like hiking. Um, like the whole pumpkin patch experience is always fun mm -hmm. um, to do with the kids. And I want to enjoy it while I can because I yeah. imagine they'll age out. Yeah. Aww. Oh, that's sad. That's It's confirming from the young adult. I know. I definitely said that very like, <laughs> She's harsh like, yeah. like, it's coming. They're <laughs> coming. <laughs> it's coming. I mean, it was not the most <laughs> sensitive thing to say. <laughs> so I'm going to enjoy it now. So the yes. pumpkin patches. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nice. Yes. Do you like pumpkin patches more with kids now than you did when you were a kid when you were younger? Or I think so. Yeah. Because I, I don't think I loved them when I was a kid because mm. it was either too hot or too cold. You know, I'm like a Goldilocks. This is too hot. Just this right. is too cold. Yeah. 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 So I think I do like seeing the joy. It's always fun reliving oh, yeah. memories yeah. through your kids. Totally. So, yeah. Sounds good. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to go with McKenna on this. I love a fall hike. Yeah. yeah. I love hiking any yeah. other time of the year. Mm -hmm. it, they all have their sweet spots for yes. sure. But a fall hike yeah. is where it's at. Yeah. Um, today, I just went on a fall hike with the staff. And that was oh, fun. super fun and beautiful. Mm. It's Starved Rock. Jealous. I have to totally, if you haven't gotten out there in the fall, mm. get out there. Um, there was wind. So there was wind. You guys would have loved it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, just, I, I mean, I just, God is so amazing. And the mm -hmm. fall, it's like impossible yeah. to ignore that. So. It's impossible it's not to see. Yeah. 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 
for sure. Yeah. So I love love a fall hike. That would probably be my fave. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, are you ready for the first, like, for real question? For real, though. For real, though. <laughs> we'll just keep putting that in there. Yeah. For real, though. You know, I did not used to say for real, though, as, like, a casual phrase. Like, I thought it was kind of a dinky phrase. Yeah. And then somebody said, you know, your podcast that. And now I say it a lot, and I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I'm gonna be she doesn't know how to stop. Yeah. No, <laughs> she can't. Uh, yeah, yeah. And we're making it worse. We're like, I for like real, it. I do, too. <laughs> okay. So how long— uh, have you been following Jesus, McKenna? Oh, I know the answer to this one. Woo-hoo. This one's good. Um, so when, when I was like five years old, I became a Christian. That was um, here at church. We were—it wasn't—now, okay, now it's Mission Kids. Then it was—before that, it was Echo. Before that, it was like—before Echo, it was— Greenhouse? It was uh, uh, Grow Zone on oh. Sundays. And before Grow Zone, it was Kid Zone. And I think before that it was Team Kid, but when I was there it was t- wow. uh, Kid Zone. It's been a lot of names. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. We were down in the basement and we sat in like the uh, fellowship hall area. And I think Pastor Dave came down and like gave the gospel presentation. And then afterwards, what's funny about this story? I have to include this. I love telling this part of the story. You know how it's like your childhood memories are a little bit changed and different. I'm sure he was actually just sitting in a chair talking. <laughs> but in my memory, he was like this very old man in a wheelchair. Oh, I'm sure. This is. A terrible thing to say. I love Pastor Dave, but mm. in my memory, it was like this this ancient man had come to like deliver the wisdom of God <laughs> in his wheelchair. And I was like, yes, I will stand and accept Christ. <laughs> you know, this, that is compelling. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> if a wheelchair man is going to come and tell me, <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, I <laughs> oh, love it. Well, he is wise. Mm-hmm. So that's so, super cool. So that's when I became a Christian. That's when okay. I accepted Christ. I grew up in a Christian household, going to um, Christian private school. So that's always been a part of my life. But actually, having a genuine relationship with God, moving out of like the to-dos and like, this is just a part of your life, so you do this. Mm -hmm. Um, But into like having a relationship with God and being real with Him and stuff like that happened between um, junior and senior year. Okay. I like it. So how do you connect with Jesus on a daily basis? Oh, that is a good question. Um, Okay, so I I like to do my God time. Um, For me, I've been, I love I love a good morning, right? I hate getting out of bed with everything that is in my entity. Um, but if I can get myself off of that mattress. <laughs> step one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as we accomplish step one, fabulous. I love getting up. Like I try to, the goal is that I get up an hour before my job. So my job starts at seven. I get up at six, ideally, in a perfect world, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we get that. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, make myself a little breakfast and coffee and get dressed. And then I've got like a good 40 minutes to like do my God time. And when I do that, wow, that's so good for the way it impacts the rest of my day. Like it just sets me up to stand on something solid for the rest of the day, which is so dope. So good. Love that. Um, but um, so that's that's the ideal being, you know, real with you guys who are listening <laughs> and all that. Like that doesn't happen every day. And so mm-hmm. I think when I find that like I'm— best connected with Jesus and best connected with God is when I'm doing that God time. And that can be um, doing like a book Bible study or just like reading through maybe a book of the Bible. Um, I used to hate journaling with everything in me because I'm just not like a, I'm not a feelings driven person. So I'm not very like, today I feel sad. And so I feel sad because of whatever. Not that that's actually like that. If you journal like that, that's fabulous. That's really, really good for you. I just don't process that way. And so I think I thought that journaling was that. So I stayed away from it. Okay. Um, but then I like, I think God kind of like got me to a place where I had to start like putting things on paper to talk to him because it's like, 
it's like things get so like crowded mm-hmm, in my head mm-hmm. that I'm like, we have to put this somewhere because it's not fitting in my head. Um, and so like writing out like I'm I'm thinking this, I'm feeling this, and just being very like type A literal about it almost um, has as I've done that like as the years have gone by and me doing that more and more, it's evolved more into me like writing a letter to God almost more like and not even like dear God today is whatever, but just like almost like I'm essentially writing down a conversation with him. And that's been so good to like, that's where I have found the most like direction and peace and just like perspective on what I'm like walking through is when I will write out. Cause it's interesting. Like as I write it out, I'm like, Oh man, the way that I just phrased that, like I can see what the issue is here based Mm -hmm. on how I just phrased that. But like, if it was just in my head, I would never have heard that or like Mm -hmm. seen it Mm -hmm. or slowed down enough to like really catch how you're processing it. Yeah. yeah, That's a really good point. So that for me has been like when when I do my God time in the morning is ideal for me. I love that. Um, outside of God time, uh, I have found, I don't want this to be the case, but I have found that the music I listen to impacts me a lot, which I think mm-hmm. that's true across the board. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to listen to anything whenever I want, but I've definitely been like finding that I have to like in the morning or like if I can tell that I'm upset, like be super careful about the kind of music I mm-hmm. listen to um, and putting like, like preparing myself for that by making a really good <laughs> music playlist of mm-hmm. like Christian music. Um, so that like when I play it, it's not like, ugh, this is, I don't want to even listen to this, but having stuff that I like that I can play in those moments. Cause that helps, even if I'm not even actually listening to it, what's in the background of my mind mm-hmm. um, is so big. Cause that's also like, that's how, did you know that that's how um, songs get stuck in your head is as you're listening to music, whatever you're most like zoned out, that's like the lyrics that like get stuck in your head. So like if you're playing music while you're, cooking but you zone out at one point later if a song gets stuck in your head it was uh, one possible reason for that is because earlier you were zoned out and that was what was like your subconscious like caught on to so like I found that like when I'm got music on in the background and it's like whatever music that later when that's caught in my head you know you've got something running in your head like I'd much rather have something that's like hopeful or positive Mm -hmm. or gonna like encourage you mean like having a lyric about like Wow, God is so good. Stuck in your head is kind of like a almost like a natural way to hack your brain to remind yourself that God. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like without even thinking about it, you get stuck in your head. Like encouragement, which yeah. has been really cool. And then talking to God in the car has been really good for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I struggle to like sit down and like I'm going to pray because I will legitimately fall asleep if I'm just sitting and like closing my eyes, which is and not you good. can fall asleep in like oh. <laughs> incredible circumstances. That is my my spiritual gift. Is <laughs> slumber. <laughs> This I can testify to. Like, I might be able to confirm that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, like, sorry, side note. And we shared an office for a little while. Mm-hmm. Good times. Good times. And there are, like, kind of loungy chairs that you uh-huh. might find in an office. Mm-hmm. And not for sleeping, though. No. Not, no. Lounging, yes. But sleeping, no. She put two of them together mm-hmm. and laid down and said, I'm going to close my eyes for a minute. And within a minute— she was out, and it was super impressive. It's fast. My yeah. husband can do that. It's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. I do not have that spiritual gift. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord has not touched me. No. <laughs> it's funny having friends. Most of my friends have got issues sleeping, and I just— the idea of being up for even more than 10 minutes trying to sleep sounds like 
just torment. Like I, that sounds <laughs> just terrible. Like ten minutes of not falling asleep. To which, to which my friends are like, "If I can fall asleep in ten minutes, that's like a good. Yeah, night. that's a great night. Yeah, <laughs> wild to me. That's crazy. I pray for you about that. <laughs> so praying before yeah. bed is oh, not right. going to work <laughs> yeah, for yeah. my kind of no. Not a chance. Well, yeah. So because of that, if I'm gonna just sit and t- uh, and pray. I have such a hard time with that. Yeah. So, but when I'm driving, just talking to God as though he's sitting in my passenger seat yeah. is such a good thing. Especially like, I have found that there's been a lot of moments of like yelling in my car when it's when talking to God. And that's whether that's like, I'm upset with him or I'm upset with um, a situation mm-hmm. being like genuine to like talk to God about like, that. this has helped me so much is the willingness to go to God of like, I'm mad at you right now. I know that I shouldn't be. Like, I know that I'm in the wrong, but right now I'm mad. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring that mad yeah. to you. I love that you said that because I think a lot of people think as like prayer time as being this very formal things that only pastors or wise right. beyond mm. their years, Christians can really pray well and beautifully. And I don't think that, I think a lot of people have this like perception of it yeah. and that you can like tell God you're upset and mm-hmm. yell at him yeah. in your car and mm-hmm. it's okay. Yeah. Like, cause he already knows yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's okay to let him know, you mm-hmm. know, your heart and how you're feeling and ask him, you know, for the things that you need mm-hmm. um, in that moment of anger or frustration yeah. or sorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know that um, coming from my previous background in um the Catholic Church and then coming here, prayer was always so intimidating to me because it was not rehearsed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've learned a lot, you know, through my fellowship and connection with um, the amazing uh, people of our church and mm-hmm. the women that prayer, you know, you can be real. Yeah. <laughs> like you can mm-hmm. be real and it's not a scary thing. So I love that you said yeah. that. Yeah. 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 And I love that you like just— looked and saw, like, where do I have a pocket of time where yeah. I have yeah. some privacy mm-hmm. and I yeah. can talk to God yeah. and not make it, it doesn't have to be this, like you're saying, like, hugely formatted or mm-hmm. formal thing, but it's like, yeah. I'm driving in my car and I can talk to God here. And mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. and like, I like how you framed it as a conversation with somebody in your passenger seat, because yeah. I think that can kind of help us instead of like, kind of doing like a rote thing, you mm-hmm. know, where we're just trying to like say what we need to say. Yeah. All the time, but make, framing it like a conversation yeah. is really important. So mm-hmm. that's really cool. And we have like seasons of frustration and mm-hmm. seasons yeah. of just sorrow where um, we can come to God. And we also have dry seasons mm-hmm. where we're not hearing things and we're not feeling his presence. How do you find yourself reaching out um, to Jesus in those seasons? Yeah, dang. Um, that's been That's been lately. Uh, mm. It was really funny. I kind of chuckled when uh, I got these questions because I was like, oh, ha <laughs> Cool. Because, <laughs> like, you know, you get these questions and you want to be like, I have, I'm excelling in all of these things and I'm a fabulous Christian in yeah. every way. But it's like, no, like, how do I respond in dry seasons? I just was like, well, what am I doing right now? Um, okay, so one of the things that's been best for me to, like, get my head around that's helped me so that I don't get, like, paralyzed with this or just stuck has been— um, the understanding, I don't know if I heard this from a podcast or a sermon or whatever, if I read it in a book, but the idea that if I feel like if I feel like I'm far from God, if I can't feel his presence, if I feel um like I'm just away from him, if not ever because he's like left me or he's walked away, or that um whatever I'm doing is so bad or so rotten or so foul that he's like, Wow, I'm done with this person, like we'll come back in a minute. Um, 
but that like I've stepped away from him. So if you know, we're I'm a very imagery person, but so if the idea is like a life is we're walking along a path with God, um, and like we're in conversation with him, we're you know experiencing this alongside him. Do like just like any walk with a friend, like you get distracted, like oh there's a squirrel, and your you know attention is pulled away. They may be talking to you, but you're not really paying attention because you're looking over here. Like sometimes we do that in a life where just we just get like momentarily distracted. We look away for a second, um, and then we have to. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Conversation. I'm back. Um, but then other times in life, we just full on, like we're a mile down the road in the other way. Um, but it's never because like God's like gone a mile away from you. Like you've walked in a different direction to chase something else or the idea of like looking for what we need to be getting from God in something else. So as we're walking around being like, hey, wow, that looks like something that's going to get me the, this, you know, maybe this is a stressful part of the, the path. I feel stressed. I want comfort and relief. Um, this over here looks like it's going to give me that comfort and relief. Let me go get that. Let me go over there to do that. Uh, stepping away from God to go get that. And then, you know, we're over there and we're like, wow, I feel really alone here. And this isn't giving me the comfort and relief I thought it would. And this isn't helping me like I wanted it to um, because we're wired to be getting relief, comfort from God, right? And nothing else can satisfy that in the same way. So and it's like, wow, I feel so I feel so alone now. And, and where is God? Like, why does it feel like he's so far away? Why can't I even hear him? Well, you've walked a mile down the road. And that's not to say like, oh yeah, you've gone too far. You've done too much. Um, but just realizing that like recognizing, oh shoot, I walked away. I gotta, I gotta walk back. Like if I want what I, if I want to get, if I am feeling this distance from him to remedy that isn't to say, why God, did you go away from me? Why don't you come to me? But, um, pulling into him, drawing into him, being honest with him, like we were talking about before of like, I really would like to get comfort from this thing, but it's not helping me. Can you help me to figure out how to like trust that you're going to give me what I need from this and help me to like find the rest that I'm looking for in you? Because I know that you will give it to me, but I just help me to trust that. Um, So understanding that is one thing to like actually apply it to your life. I think that's where like, um, it was so funny writing out like what my, or just like kind of bullet pointing what my thought was on this. Cause I was like, I am not doing this. Like this 100%, I know this is true. I know this is it, but man, like I can feel myself. It's like you're in a deep end and you're holding on to like, I don't know, like a little ducky floaty. And it's like kind of keeping you up, kind of, you know? And there's a, literally a ladder right there. But in order to grab the ladder, you got to let go of the ducky floaty. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't want to let go of the ducky floaty. Because yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's, you're holding it, it's, it's holding right you up, right? Mm-hmm. And like, is the ladder actually going to hold me up? And is it actually going to be good enough? It is, it will be. It's God. The God is the ladder in this analogy. <laughs> um, but like, because of, you know, we're stuck in the moment, we mm-hmm. just have such a hard time sometimes. I, I'm not even going to say we. I have such a hard mm-hmm. time in the moment being like, I'm going to let go of this in order to grab onto God. Um, so I think when I feel far from Him, when I feel like He's, um, I just don't see or feel His presence, it's because I'm holding on to something else that I'm looking for, for something from Him, um, and I'm not getting it. And so now I'm feeling this like, disparity or this vacuum I'm like man I'm, I'm feeling this where is God all I gotta do is reach over and grab him all I gotta do is walk back but it's um the willingness the humility the trust to like do that that's you have to work that out you have to get there on that um so I think that's for me that's my um biggest thing two other things that I've heard that have been really good um is uh, I think it was an Instagram post by Jackie Hill Perry. Love mm, her. She's awesome. She's yeah. a good one. So cool. Um, <laughs> Follow her too. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. She's got a podcast, Thirty Minute with the Perrys. Yeah. Her and her husband. Yeah. Such a good podcast. Yeah. Anyways, they're on a break right now, and I've just been broken. Anyways, <laughs> um, she said something about like we ask God, like God, be near to me. God, give me strength. God, give me mercy. 
But like, he's already promised that he will do that. He's already promised, I'm never going to leave you nor forsake you. Um, I'm, you know, he's, uh, my, it says, your mercies are new every morning. So these promises are in the Bible that these things are already happening. So instead of praying, God, will you please just do the things that you've already promised? Um, speaking the truth as we pray of like, okay, God, you are here. I don't feel it, but I know you're here. You've not abandoned me. God, I know that you're giving me mercy in this. I don't feel this mercy or I don't feel this peace. Or I don't feel this strength, but I know you're giving it to me. Um, would you help me to feel it? So instead of asking, hey, be near, hey, give me this, saying, I know that you are giving me this and I know that you are here, help me to feel it and acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. I think it like allows us to have like some truth on that. Mm-hmm. And like, it is again, like preaching to ourselves while also being honest about like, okay, you said this, like this is the promise, but right now I really don't like, I, I conceptually understand and know that this promise is true, but I'm not feeling it right now. Mm-hmm. So can you help me to like actually feel it and take yeah. it from something that's written in the Bible to something that I actually feel in my life? And then the only other thing was I uh, did a, I'm for real though, I had a podcast <laughs> episode uh, with this woman. Her name was Anna, oh, I don't remember what her last name is, but she goes by Curly. So Curly said, <laughs> she um, said that, for her, the idea of like, we kind of talked about this already, but when you're feeling like just a dry season of, I don't, either I don't want to talk to God, I'm just not, I'm, I'm feeling blocked off from him in this area, or like there's, I, I feel this, um, this break, just if you don't want to pray, telling God you don't want to pray. If you feel angry, tell him you're angry. If you feel sad, just telling him that. Um, like instead of not talking with him, um, just being honest about like, this is where I'm at and I'm going to bring that to you. So I'm still going to come to you, right? Like, I think a lot of times we're like, yeah, if I'm going to do my God time or if I'm going to pray, it needs to be this very thorough built mm-hmm. out. Like I need to have my journal. I need to have my Bible. I got to have my coffee and I have to have 40 minutes. Um, but, you know, being willing to say, man, I'm, I'm in this dry season and I'm not, instead of like completely abandoning him um, to say like, no, I am going to give what I can, even if it is very, very little. You know, like if you're in a desert saying, man, I don't have a huge canteen of water, but I've got three drops to say like, no, I'm not going to drink the three drops because it's not a whole canteen Hmm. would make no sense. Right. Um, But so to just take what we have, to give what we have and be willing to say like, okay, God, good morning. Don't really want to do my God time today. I'd rather sleep than talk to you. And I know that's not right, but please like help me on that. Like help me to see today and like walking through that and like just addressing that right away instead of, you know, I don't want to, so I'm not going to and. And, you know, whatever. Because something is better than nothing. Yeah. Wow. Just being real. Yeah. yeah. Being real with God and, and real with our feelings. And I love what you said with um, just, like, acknowledging what you already know, what's already true. And yeah. just kind of declaring that, like, hey, mm-hmm. I don't feel it, but I know that it's been given. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, help me to feel that. I think there's so much power in that. I love yeah. it. So yeah. great. Super great. Our next question (laughs) (laughs) coming right along. Yeah, is um, how do you connect best and in a truly meaningful way with Jesus? So, in this um, series that we just finished up at church, um, Rick Warren, I was blanking on his name for a second, (laughs) uh, he referenced another author, um, I think Gary Smalley. We'll maybe have to come back to that and double check. But Mm -hmm. he wrote about different pathways. Um, ways that we connect to God. So it doesn't look the same for everybody, Mm, right? Like you were talking about, like you weren't sure about journaling because that just wasn't how you process things. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's like different ways. So like the naturalist um, loving God and feeling connected outdoors, the sensate loving God through their senses, um, the traditionalist. Oh, Gary Gary Thomas. Thomas, I was way off. (laughs) Just need the credit. (laughs) Thanks, Gary Thomas. Um, Yeah, 
traditionalist loving God through tradition and um, such symbols and ritual. Mm. Um, and then we've got the aesthetic loving God through solitude and simplicity. Mm. And then activist loving God through confrontation. So like just challenging and oh, interesting, um, yeah. You know those sorts of things. The norm and then caregiver by loving others. Connecting with God, uh, the enthusiast, loving God with mystery and celebration. Oh. Mm. Yeah. These are like, it's like wow, people fun. are so yeah. fascinating, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Contemplative, loving God through adoration. And intellectual, loving God with the mind, like through study mm. and all those mm. sorts of things. So, and the list probably isn't limited to that. Like that's a yeah. good place yeah. to start. And I'm sure Gary Thomas, not the other name I said, which was <laughs> made up. Smiley, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what I said. <laughs> Super similar. I was Easily wrong. confusable. <laughs> <laughs> right. So he's done like some work and some study on how people connect and that sort of thing. But Something on that list or another sort of category, any one of those ways that you feel like, wow, I really connect God most in this way. Mm. Anything like that stick out to you? Um, Okay. Using your specific list, uh, I feel like it would be a mix of, like what I'm about to talk to, I think if I were to categorize it, it'd be a mix of like the naturalist and the simplest. Simple. Yeah. No, is it, was it aesthetic? Aesthetic. The aesthetic. aesthetic. Yeah. Aesthetic hmm. or something like um, that. Well, you know, you got to keep it aesthetic. You got to <laughs> looking good. Um, yeah. I may have said it wrong. Also. <laughs> Another <laughs> disclaimer. I'm just going to put that in there. Um, yeah. So one of my favorite things to do that I've started, like I've found this this year. Um, if uh, Christianity is a relationship with God, mm-hmm. then um, just like we talk about with praying, like you don't never talk to um somebody that you're in a relationship with, right. right? Like you need to talk to them pretty frequently and that's going to build the relationship. Um, another thing like that is like, um, as a non-married person, <laughs> you know, I hear married people talk about the fact that- <laughs> <laughs> Word on the street. <laughs> <laughs> Word on the street. You married people, what I heard that y'all are supposed to do is like keep dating after you're married, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the importance of like having specific like time to be pouring into each other mm-hmm. in that moment. Yeah. Um in addition to your day-to-day relation and interaction. So I figured, well, why not do that with God too? So I've been, one thing that I've incorporated, I've not done super great the last couple of weeks, but incorporating God dates into my week. Mm -hmm. So once a week, I'm going off. So like I do my regular God time in the morning, but like if I can um, find some time in my week to like specifically in the same way that I'd carve out like, oh, me and my friend are going to go get lunch carve out like a couple hours or however much time at, and I, and this is different for everybody because I have the flexibility mm-hmm. in my schedule to do that but carving out like okay during the summer it was nice I just went out to different like forest areas or whatever just on my own like I'm not I'm turning my phone I mean not turning my phone off for safety reasons but you know yeah mm-hmm. you know turn off notifications um and then just like I'm going on a date to like specifically talk to God and I'm just going to sit there and I'll journal, I'll read whatever. But like, this is a time in my week that is very specifically here to like be with God. And that's been so good. I love that. I love going outdoors. So it's Mm -hmm. been mostly outdoors lately. Don't know how I'm going to do that in the summer or in the winter, but we'll see. Um, But just like, yeah, incorporating a specifically carved out time for God has been one of my favorite things. Mm. My other thing that's been just this, I think this is just a cool story. Um, this is maybe less consistent than what I do with the God dates, but um, I don't know if this was like a year or two ago. But I was gonna be going out with friends uh, to I was going out to, for like a date with friends, and um, I just there was some just different things with like interpersonal stuff that I was a little bit like unsure of or worried about um, that I could like feel myself being anxious about ahead of time. So I was doing my God time before I left in the morning, and I was like, dang, like I'm really 
like, I don't know, God, what, like, I just feel this, like, unease about this, and I feel off about this. Like, can you just, I think it was just different, like, connections with the people I was with. Um, And I was realizing that I was worried about, like, if I didn't connect well with the, I knew, like, one person that I was going with and the other people I didn't know super well. So if I didn't, like, connect well with the one person while I was out, like, was I just going to be thrown off and whatever? And I don't remember exactly how it was because it was a little bit ago, but God just gave me the imagery of, like, I've got you in my hands. Like, you're interacting with the people around you, but, like, I'm holding you. So, like, man, I don't know how, I'm not, like, trying to describe this before, but it was a very, like, peaceful, restful moment of, like, no matter where you go and who you're with, I'm holding you, and you're with me. So, like, you're surrounded by me. So whether or not you connect really well with this person you're going with or you connect with the rest of the group, if in world, unrealistic but worst-case scenario, like, they're, like, you know, you have a terrible interaction with them the whole time. You're solid because you're with me and I've got you and I'm holding you. And so, which it was really cool, like at the end of that day, it was a good day. It was fun. I uh, had fun with my friends. Um, but at the end of the day, just, I like felt so like, like literally held um, and like wrapped in of like, is that like, like wearing a nice, really warm jacket. You know yeah. I mean? like, so, like it may be cold outside, but you got a good warm jacket wrapping around you. And that's just been such an it was such an oddly tangible piece that I felt. And that's been something I've tried to carry on into mm-hmm. different, like mm-hmm. when I recognize, man, I'm feeling a little anxious about this, a little thrown about it, walking into it, knowing like, well, f- before I go even into this, no matter the relations I have with other people, I'm walking into this with the comfort of knowing I'm held by God. Yeah. So no matter how I connect with other people, no matter how it goes, like I am first standing on the firm foundation mm-hmm. of being beloved, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like how cool, like to like, hold that identity has been um, as I go into something that I don't feel sure about knowing that like I don't have to I don't have to worry about wavering because mm-hmm. I'm firm in like a relationship with somebody that's never gonna like not be good yeah at least mm-hmm. on this part I love that the verse as you were talking oh goodness I don't know the reference but the <laughs> verse that talks about that like we have this anchor mm. for our souls yeah and like things are going on around you and you can't control those circumstances and to know we have an anchor or yeah. being held and our identity secure. Mm. Like that's hugely comforting. Yeah. And I love that the Lord just made that tangible for you. That's really cool. Yeah. I've been so grateful for that. Really, really cool. Really cool. Sweet. All right. You made it to our last question. <laughs> so you talked a lot about God time and a lot of the other things. Is there any other way, like another small way, some other sort of habit that you have to keep Jesus included throughout your day? Mm. Like, Regular stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> actually, this was of the questions you had for me. This was the one I think I felt the most challenged on, other than the the dry seasons, because I was like, oh, that's right now. <laughs> um, but across the board, I think um, what I do like with my job is like ministry stuff, mm-hmm. or at least that's what I'm trying to do. So with school, I do like I'm going for Christian degrees. Uh, with my job, like I do work on the podcast a lot, so that's like studying for whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've got my God time, and then I'm just. There's a lot of like segmented parts of my day that by nature yeah. are related to God. But I think I have found that like outside of these specific carved out times, I do a poor job of allowing that to like um, bleed into the rest of the day. Like the, you know mm-hmm. mean? Like the the natural day. So talking in the car with God probably has mm-hmm. been like the best thing to like make, get that going. Um, but just in like regular day to day, it's almost like it's like a pause and play kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. And you know, it's played a lot, you know what I mean? Cause I have different things going on in my life, but it's, more of like when I'm not doing this work or trying to do this thing or in this place and it's just me Mm -hmm. um, allowing that to seep in has been something that I want to grow in so much Um, one thing that like I've been trying that I really want to be more intentional about that I think would help with this is just being more like 
I don't know, making talking about God in a conversation more casual um, so that it's not like a, oh, I have to bring God into the conversation mm-hmm. now. Or like, let me refer to this verse, you know what yeah. I mean? But like, just casually, um, you know, like as someone's talking to me about their day, being like, that's such a cool God thing or, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Or again, like, um, I think because I've had a relationship with God for so long, um, Christianity can feel like, a, ah, yes, I'm doing a thing now to refer to God. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. this is a, yeah. this, you know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm going to give you a word, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but, like, I'm, like, bringing up God not even necessarily for the point of, like, building somebody else up or whatever, but just being, like, you know what I mean? Like if I was talking, it's like an outflow, yeah, of the relationship, yeah. Or like if I was talking to you and I referred to a friend of mine casually, whatever, you wouldn't be like, oh, so you know, we're talking about this friend now. Like this is, it wouldn't be like a a break <laughs> in the rhythm of the conversation. It would be like, well, yeah, of course, you're just referring to a thing that happened earlier. Yeah. Um, but I think sometimes when we talk about God or bring God into a conversation, it feels like we're hijacking the conversation. Like this is now a Christian conversation. Hmm. I was like, well, no, like. If um, my relationship with God is something that's impacting the way that I think and live and go about my life, and now I'm sitting down and talking to you about my life, that'll you know seep into that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really want I'm trying to work towards and would love to have a more um, casual, just um, language with the people around me about God. Mm-hmm. Um, just whether it's pointing out things in them or speaking to things in them um, or bringing up stuff in my own life so that it's not like a you know, this is a, a formal thing I'm saying now, or this is hijacking the conversation, but it's just as normal as bringing up the fact that the weather is windy today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, I have been challenged about that too. Cause I'm like, oh, if somebody asks me an evangelism question, mm-hmm. like, hey, that's not my like particular, I'm not really good at it. You're like, yeah. it's not something I'm like naturally like just given toward. Yeah. And I've been challenged and I've seen women in my life who, you know, they're the mentors and women who have just lived a long time following Jesus. And they just mm-hmm. talk about, like, yeah, I was praying about this, and here's this answer to prayer. Mm-hmm. And, or they'll just be talking to me, and a Bible verse will just roll off their tongue. But yeah. it's, like you were saying, it's like that's so much a part of life yes. for for these women. And I similarly have been challenged, like, is that— like just coming out of my mouth naturally. Yeah. Or do I like think, oh, no, I have to evangelize mm-hmm. and have to say the right things in yeah. the right way or make it this official Christian conversation right. yeah, like yeah. you were saying. Mm-hmm. So um, I totally feel, mm. totally feel that. So. Well, it's interesting because like, I know for me, I'll like have the thought of like, oh, I could say this to them. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, I don't want to make this like mm. awkward if I bring up God. Like, yeah. am I going to make this mo- like not less like, talking to another Christian. Yeah. Like, is this going to be less casual? Or is, am I going to feel yeah. judgy if I bring up a God thing? Mm-hmm. Like, it's already there. Like, I think it's, like, there to flow out. But then sometimes I think I'll stop myself because I'm worried, like, mm. is it not cool if I talk about God? <laughs> am I going to ruin the rep? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. That's terrible to say. <laughs> no. But I, I totally, I feel yeah. like a lot yeah. that, that happens. That's really, like, yeah. yeah. People, yeah. Like, I've weird. been there where I've had anxiety because I, you know, what if they question me? Yeah. You know, and then I'm I'm not going to have the answer. And mm-hmm. then what? I'm like, then I'm not legit. You yeah, know, like, then sure. it's not, it's, you have that anxiety. Mm-hmm. So then you do hold back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of trusting. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Thanks so much, McKenna. Yeah. This has been so good. And I have really been encouraged by what you've said. I think you've got a lot, like, your walk with Jesus is so, just. Amazing. Yeah. I, encouraging. Mm-hmm. And, um. Yeah, I, there's, like, lots of, like, really practical things to, <laughs> yeah. to think through. But mostly, like, just the fact that you, like, you could just tell that you're just striving to just be closer mm. to God in a more 
authentic and real way. Yeah. So I just love that. Well, mm-hmm. they, I, yeah. I want to say thank y'all to y'all. I mean, like I was saying, I think I was kind of alluding to it. Like this was this was almost like a god time thinking through <laughs> all of this myself. I'm like, man, shoot, I got it. <laughs> that is what's going on in my heart, ain't it? Like yeah. that's been so good. So I'm, I mean, I'm grateful just for that, but also the chance to like sit down and talk with you guys and that you're willing to have me on Aww. here is super, super cool. Huge blessing. We're grateful. Thanks for coming on. And don't forget to join us next week, Mm -hmm. uh, December 5th. We're going to be talking to Pastor Errol McFadden on the same subject, Real with Each Other. Real with each other. Yeah. See you then. Yeah. Oh, and real quick, a little commercial. Oh, yeah. If you haven't yet followed Mission Women on Instagram or (laughs) Facebook, please be sure to do that soon. Sorry, I went radio voice. Yeah. But um, we would love it if you would, if you wanted to stay connected to just hear more about what's happening through this podcast, um, updates and the like, but also... Other great things are happening here at mm-hmm. Mission for yeah. women um, in general. We've got this worship night we've been so talking good. about. So good. So good. And um, we've got Mission Women Connect and Bible studies and just lots of really great ways to get connected because um, we definitely believe in that. We believe mm-hmm. in a community that encourages one another. So if you haven't done that, be sure to do that. Soon. <laughs> Until then, we will see you next time. Bye. 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 Drive safe. <laughs>